Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I am going to be flying solo here for a wonderful, beautiful, lovely, fantastical, magnificent, and glorious 13-game slate for your Wednesday, your happy hump day. If you're out there listening, get up in the morning. Hope you have a great day. Uh, But yeah, this is a ginormous slate here and uh, 13 games. But I do have quite a bit of value that I do like, and uh, we've got some injury news, obviously, to roll through, too. But before I get to all that, I want to tell you guys, you're going to need to stick around till the end because for the first time ever, I am going to give you my probably entire slate of wager pass player prop plays on this podcast for free. Yeah, it's uh, I've had four plays I like already uh, that are out early. Uh, most of them on DraftKings. Actually, I think all of them are available on DraftKings. And I'm going to give those to you guys, so just hang with me. Uh, don't fast forward to the end. Yeah, listen to the whole thing. No, I'm kidding. You can fast forward to the end if you want to. Uh, but do leave me a five-star review, especially if these plays hits for you, hit for you. But let's talk DFS first. Uh, we do have some injury news that we have to keep on track of. We have Shea Gilgis-Alexander, questionable. Big one right there. We have some guys we can look at if that happens, and I'll go over that. Paul George is out. Kawhi is out. John Wall is out. Luke Kennard is out. So Luke Lake, uh, Los Angeles Clippers still are decimated and very shorthanded. Wendell Carter Jr. is still out with that plantar fasciitis. I've been telling you guys. That is a nasty, nasty thing for a big man to get. Hopefully he gets better soon, uh, but he probably will be out for the foreseeable future here. Uh, maybe he'll be back in like a week or so, but uh, he is out right now. Uh, Chumo Keke also been uh, ruled out already, and Mobamba is questionable. So we have some uh, magic. Oh, and Suggs is out also, but we have some magic guys uh, we have to take a look at. We have also Fultz uh, should be in, and Cole Anthony is in, so that's interesting. Uh, probably not playing those guys, but we'll go over that in a minute. Uh, Carly Towns is out for four to six weeks. Look, didn't look good. Uh, probably a pretty good case scenario here, you know, just based on what it looked like. It was a non-contact injury. We all know those are never really good. Uh, but four to six weeks for Carl Anthony Towns so far, then he'll get reevaluated. It could be longer than that. Uh, not good for season long. I think you can look at guys like, uh, obviously, Slow-Mo, uh, Kyle Anderson, which we'll talk about here in a minute. And uh, I think a higher upside guy is uh, Nas Reed, but uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, Jalen Brown, questionable. So something to keep an eye on there. Definitely some uh, Boston Celtics we can roster in the event he misses. Uh, Brandon Ingram out with a toe injury. McCollum, COVID. He's been upgraded to questionable, probably on track to play here. Middleton out, not playing still. Uh, already ruled out. Ben Simmons out. That's a big one. Yucca Pirtle, doubtful. Bones Highland, questionable. Michael Porter Jr., qu- out. He's out. Uh, Jared Allen, out. Kevin Love, out. Bigs in, in Cleveland, we have some interest in it. In. Uh, Tyler Hero, questionable. Caleb Martin, questionable. And to top it all off, Mike Conley, I'm going to call him questionable. He's probably leaning more towards the out, uh, being doubtful here. But uh, I still don't think I'm playing his backups or his, his, uh, the other guards over in Utah. But we'll see how that goes. Anyways, moving on. Some of the guys I have the most interest in just looking, having a cursory, maybe couple-hour you know, look at this slate. Uh, the night before, always wanted to use this as a primer, and we want to stay on top of that injury news, and our, our picks will adjust as the injury news comes flying in. If you don't have that DFS pass, which we'll talk about later, uh, you should get that so you can stay on top of it with us. But Orlando and Atlanta. Orlando Magic, Atlanta Hawks. I do like this game. I think it's going to be a competitive one. But obviously with Orlando, what we're looking at is we're looking at Wendell Carter Jr. being out. We're looking at uh, Mo Bamba being questionable. And we're looking at Chumo KK being out. 
And Suggs is out too. Uh, but you know, with Cole Anthony and Markel Fultz both expected to play in this one, I think I just fade that situation entirely. I don't think either of those guys are going to play 30 minutes. It's just just seems absolutely absurd to me. So, you know, if that's the case, then they're going to split that time and probably get a little bit of RJ Hampton in there as well. Just not enough for me. Not going to play those guys. But I do have some interest in the front court, obviously. I've got a lot of interest in Bull Bull at 7,200. None of those, you know, those other guys aren't going to be playing. Uh, no Chuma KK. No Wendell Carter. And Bull Bull just continues to just plot along. 7,200 is kind of his price tag for the last week or so. I think it's fair. I think this is a pretty good matchup, a pretty okay matchup here in Atlanta for him also. Uh, you know, going across from uh, Clint Capella and Amiyakin Kagwu. So I do have some interest here in Bull at 7,200. I think he can score uh, pretty decent baskets for, against guys that aren't going to necessarily play a lot of defense outside of the paint. Uh, I do also have interest on the other side of the ball in Trey Young at 9,700. Uh, got a little bit of variance there in his, you know, DK scores, but I think this is a good, good matchup for the Atlanta Hawks against the Orlando Magic. And I think a lot of people are going to look at DeJounte Murray, who's priced pretty low here. He's in the high 8,000s, and they're going to say, wow, that seems valuable. But, you know, honestly, DeJounte's been taking a backseat in the scoring department for the sake of Trey Young and uh, some of the guys over there in Atlanta. And so I like Trey Young a little bit more, even though he's priced up a little bit more. Mo Wagner is a guy that people are going to gravitate towards. 4700 though, I believe is his price tag at DK. I'm not into it. I think there's uh, at least two other guys that I'm going to talk about in this podcast that I'm more into that are, are in that same price range and even a little bit cheaper. So I'm not going Mo Wagner. Maybe he, uh, he, he is a per-minute guy, put up pretty good numbers per minute in his career so far. Uh, but, yeah, I'm just, no. No, I don't want to. don't think so. Moving on, though, I do have some interest also in the San Antonio Spurs and the OKC Thunder. If Shea Gill just plays at 10-3, I like him. This is a good, good matchup. This is a good matchup for both these teams. There's going to be little defense out there. So 10-3 for Shea Gill just seems fair to me. If he plays, I will play him. If he does not play, I think I have some interest in Lou Dort at 5,400. I have some interest in Jalen Williams, who have been, you know, Pounding with people over the head with the last month at 4,200. I think he's going to be low owned. I think he can uh, do well with that. I think a lot of people are going to gravitate towards Trey Mann at 3,300, and I have no problem with that at all. I think it's a good play. 3,300, little risk there, a little bit over a minimum salary, no SGA. We know he's going to come in. He's going to shoot 10, 15, 20 shots, uh, you know, upwards of, and he's going to hopefully hit more of those than he misses. And if he doesn't, he'll still end up with a pretty decent line at 3,300. So I think he's a no-risk, high-reward play. He makes a lot of sense as a guy to lock in if we get news that Seagull just is not going to play. On the other side of the ball, though, I do have some interest in Keldon Johnson at 7,100. Uh, you know, we're talking about the OKC Thunder. Down low, they are very bad. They don't uh, stop anybody. What was uh, Ivaka Zubak just had 31 points and 29 rebounds against this team? That was the OKC Thunder, right? I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, now I have to look it up because um, I was actually I was in the uh, ER with my son. So if you're wondering where I was yesterday, thank you for Harris for for taking over for me. I appreciate that. Uh, he did a great job. Uh, but yeah, I, I was uh, looking at the line there and I was like, wow, did that really happen? Um, but uh, yeah, incredible. Uh, good work, Ivaka Zubac. Uh, I don't know if he'll ever do that again. Oh, it was the Indiana Pacers. Okay, it wasn't the OKC Thunder, but still, the OKC Thunder are bad. I still don't mind uh, uh, attacking them down low. 
So I like Keldon Johnson, 7,100. You'll get some boards. And he's been turning it on recently with the scoring department as well. I have more interest, though, in Zach Collins, 4,500. Same, same situation. Going against a weak front court, you know, they're probably going to play a lot of uh, just people that, you know, they don't have a lot of defense. Zach Collins at 4,500. Why would I pay for, pay for Mo Wagner at 4,700? Why can't Zach Collins at 4,500 in a good matchup? There's no Jacques Bertel. So Zach Collins should see at least 25 minutes or so. And there's another guy that's the same price that I have some interest in later too. I do have some interest also in Bassey at 4,000. But the last time we went off, you know, uh, Zach Collins was out. So I think my, my interest in there is pretty limited. I think he's only getting maybe 10, 15 minutes, <clears throat> probably 15-ish. And I just don't think he's going to do enough at that 4000 price tag. If he was minimum, I'd have more interest in him. I do have some interest also in this Boston and Miami game. I can't touch Miami. I can't even think about Miami because half, at least half of the roster, probably three-quarters of the roster is, is questionable. It's just ridiculous. We have no idea who's going to play. <clears throat> but whoever does play that Miami, Miami team, I think you can roster some of those guys. So keep your eye on the injury news. If you're in the DFS pass, go ahead and you know, get in that Discord. Ask us who we're playing. We'll let you know. But on the Boston side, if Jalen Brown is out, I've got some interest in some guys. Uh, otherwise, I might fade this game. Both of these are tough defenses. But uh, Tatum, 10-8. I have some interest in him, obviously, if Jalen Brown is out. Brogdon at 5'3", Derek White at 5'2", 5,300, 5,200, Derek White and Brogdon. I think either of those guys is a good play if Jalen Brown is out. And then I will also throw out there maybe my favorite play if Brown is out, and that's Peyton Pritchard at 3,100. No risk there at all. Pretty decent ceiling. And this Miami team, we don't know who they're playing. So it's it's just very, very hard to suggest anyone right now. You need the DFS pass, and while I'm talking about it, I should go ahead and tell you about it. Four ninety nine a month, it gets you all the access to the pros. Myself, Aris, Razim, uh, Lee. I mean, all, all these guys. Ramiz, I'm sorry, Ramiz. I said your name wrong. <laughs> Anyways, all of these guys you've been hearing on this podcast and more. Some of the guys that are doing the DFS delivery for us that you not even don't even have access to on this podcast. You get access to them for four ninety nine a month. You get to our Discord. You get to ask questions. You get to Pick our brains. I don't know how much more I can tell you guys about this. Go get it. Sportsethos.com. And our wager pass. These guys are crushing it, man. I, I just posted on my uh, Twitter that, you know, I'm, I'm well, last two days I've been one-on-one, so it's shifted since then. But I was up way big, 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 big in the month of November. Bigly. <laughs> up bigly. And uh, you could be up bigly, too. Just go get that D uh, wager pass also. Uh, okay. I also have interest in Memphis Grizzlies versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think this is going to be a high-paced, uh, very fun matchup. I do have some interest in John Morant. We'll get on that a little bit later, um, and we'll speak about that. I have some interest in him, but I think it's a tough matchup because he is a guard that likes to attack the rim. We're going to get a lot, a healthy dose of, of Rudy Gobert here. There's no Carol Anthony Towns. So I think it's a bit of a tough matchup for Ja. But I do actually have him in the one lineup I've built so far. So, you know, I don't dislike him. Uh, but on the Minnesota Timberwolves side, I do have a whole lot of interest. Obviously, no Carl Anthony Towns. <clears throat> that is a high-usage player. So all that usage is going to trickle down to other players. So obviously, I have interest in Anthony Edwards at 8,000. I do think this is a good matchup again. I think it's going to be a high-acting 
matchup, and it's perfect for a guy like Ant-Man. I think he's going to score a whole lot of points without Carl Anthony Towns to take away any shots from him. The guy everyone's going to have in their lineup, and they very well should, so should you. Kyle Anderson, 3,800. Go lock him in. Take your free square. Kyle Anderson is not a guy that throws up duds. He contributes in a multitude of ways. Rebounds, assists, some blocks and steals, points. He contributes everywhere. So his floor is very safe at 3,800. Um, there's a ceiling is, is sky high because he's probably going to get 30 minutes, 34 minutes, 35 minutes. As a pivot, if you want to be a contrarian or a little different in a big, large GPP fool, the pool, I will suggest Nas Reed at 3,200. I think this guy has a whole lot of potential if he were just given minutes. I've been saying that for multiple seasons now, three or four seasons. We've seen it. He's got the ability to block shots, put up threes. He's got a very fun fantasy game. And it's got some worth in, in DFS. This is more of a season-long guy, uh, unless of a DFS guy, because he's not going to put up gigantic lines in the scoring department. But 3200 is almost minimum pricing. I think it's a pretty safe bet there that he's going to hit value for you. And then he's got a, a very high ceiling, I think, if he gets those blocks and everything. Probably a better play on FanDuel if he's uh, near minimum there as well. I do have some interest. Uh, this is probably my favorite game of the night. Uh, my favorite game of the night is got to be the uh, Indiana Pacers and the Sacramento Kings. Both teams that I've been all over. I know these teams very well. I've watched these teams play a lot this season. I feel like I have a good grip on it. I think Terry Halliburton at 9,500 is a fantastic play against this, this Sacramento Kings defense that just doesn't exist. Kings outscore people, and it's, it's fine. They're, they're in games where they play teams that they think they can outscore, they play no defense. They just try to outscore them, literally. I think this game could easily be end up being like 142 to 136. Something along those lines. Like 130, you know, it's going to be like the 130s or 40s for both sides. <clears throat> so it's a very, very healthy game environment for us. Terry's Halliburton at 9,500 seems like a very good play. Uh, Kevin Werder on the other side of the ball, 5,500. A good mid-range guy. I think anyone that's in that 5,000 to 7,000 range, I was like scrolling through and I was just like, none of them caught my eye. But Porter did. So he's the one guy that sticks out there for me there. I like some Nembard at 4,000 and some Nismith at 3,700. Good luck on, you know, which guy's going to get the call that night, you know, tonight. I mean, the Pacers, you know, are kind of just toying with, with rosters at this point and winning games. I can't believe that they're winning so many games. But, you know, good for them. But I do like those guys as potential dart throws as well. Those are really the games I'm targeting so far. Those are the ones that stuck out the most to me. I do have some interest, though, in some other guys across the slate here. Again, I am going to give you guys some player props at the end here, so do stick around. Um, let me run through these as quick as possible. So the New Orleans Pelicans and the Toronto Raptors, I've got some interest in this game. I've got some interest in Dyson the Islanders at 3,800. Uh, no B.I., uh, C.J. McCollum probably trending towards playing, so if he does play, there's no way I'm doing it. But if C.J. McCollum does end up being out because he's you know needs some conditioning or something, then I do like Destiny as a 3,800. I'm not loving this matchup at all for New Orleans Pelicans, so I don't have a whole lot of interest on that side of the ball. The Toronto's a very tough defensive team. But I will throw some dice in the annuals in some of my lineups uh, if McCollum is out. Uh, Fred Van Vliet at 7,500. I think that's a fantastic play on the Toronto side of the ball. 
There are some variants there. He's a very uh, high, you know, he's got a high ceiling and a fairly low floor. But he puts up a lot of shots. And the Pelicans don't have a great, you know, defensive guard rotation. So I think this is a very good matchup for Fred Van Vliet. 7500 is a price cut from what we're normally seeing him at. You know, we're normally seeing him in the 8000-ish range, a little bit more, even in the 9000 sometimes. So 7500 is a very stomachable price for Fred Van Vliet. Denver and Houston, I've got some interest in Jamal Murray at 7200. I think this is, you know, it's Houston. Anytime a team's playing Houston, they get a bump. Jamal Murray's been absolutely crushing it, starting to look like his old self. 7200 seems pretty good to me. Ish Smith at 3500 if, if Bones Highland is out. I also like that play. Again, playing against Houston, getting the bump. He had, I think, 25 or 30 minutes in the last one, 28 minutes maybe it was, in their last game. And, uh, you know, if he's going to see that kind of play, 3500 can't be beat. Uh, Chicago and Phoenix, I always got to mention my Chicago Bulls. I do like Devin Booker, though, at 10000 as a spend-up option. Uh, Bulls defense is trash. <laughs> can't get around it. Uh, and, you know, I think that they do struggle to guard guys like Devin Booker that can just, you know, get to the mid-range uh, and get their own shot. So do you like some Devin Booker at 10000 I like some Kobe White also on the other side of the ball for the Chicago Bulls at 3,200. I'll have some dart flows on him as well. He's been closing out games and looking actually pretty decent. The Bulls really need a scoring. They really do. There's no way around it. They need a shooting. They need a scoring. I'm just waiting for that big game to happen. This is a, obviously a tough matchup here in the Phoenix Suns, but I think if you throw him into a G, large field GPP lineup and he you know hits 30-ish DK points, no one else is going to have him. That's a good win for you. Uh, Los Angeles Clippers versus Utah. I've got some interest here because of all the people on the Clippers side of the ball. I've got interest in Norm Powell at 5,300 and Terrence Mann at 4,700. Don't really have interest in the other Clippers. I know uh, Vacha Zubac just had a huge game. I'm just not going to chase that. Not having a really great game tonight. I mean, uh, but he almost had a double-double by halftime, so that's pretty good. But uh, I think he's like 6,400. Uh, you know, if you want to play him, I mean, go, go for it. not going to, like, deny you that, but I don't really have much interest in him. But those other guys, those wings without Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are getting a lot of minutes and a lot of touches, so I like them. I do like some Mitchell Robinson at 4,500. So here we go. This is Mitchell Robinson at 4,500. I do want to discuss this. Uh, I did say Zach Collins at uh, 4,500 earlier. He's only center eligible, and Mitchell Robinson obviously only center eligible as well, 4,500. I'm going back and forth about which guy I like. I mean, this is a tough matchup, though, for the Knicks. They're playing the Milwaukee Bucks. So I do lean currently Zach Collins. That's who I have in right now. But, man, my heart – because right now, um, Isaiah Hartenstein is – he's dealing with some kind of nagging injury. And he's not looking great. And so Mitchell Robinson's playing big minutes. He's playing well. Just came back from an injury. He's fresh. Oh, man, it's so hard for me to – I mean, I'm going to have to make some multiple lineups here, and I'm going to have to have Mitchell Robinson, some of them, and Zach Collins, and some other ones. So there you go. Uh, Brooklyn and Washington. I've got a whole lot of interest in Seth Curry at 4,200. This is too cheap for a guy. Again, I mentioned it before. I know he just had a, a kind of a dud, but he is a guy that, you know, the Brooklyn Nets do need a scoring. They need a scoring out there. So I think uh, 4200 is a very fair price for Seth Curry against this Washington Wizards team. Obviously, the Wizards like to slow things down, so it's not the best matchup in the world, but I still like it at 4200 uh, Philadelphia and Cleveland, obviously Cleveland with those big guys out. I do have some interest in Dean Wade at 3900 and Jetty Osmond at 3800 And I think both those guys are worth a dart throw because they're going to get a lot of minutes because <laughs> there's no Kevin Love and there's no uh, Jared Allen. 
But that's it for DFS plays that I've got so far. I've also got some Thrive plays, thrivefancy.com. You should go there. You should download the app. You should play with me. It is 20 or so, yeah, 20 player props in the contest, and you get to choose 10 of them. And whoever gets the most points at the end of the night gets a whole bunch of money. So just go use that. I use promo code ETHOS to get a deposit match bonus up to 250 bucks. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven dry fancy props for you, and then I'm going to have my wager pass props for you as well. I've got four of those. Uh, anyways, Joel Embiid over 10.5 rebounds. That's 110 points. No Jared Allen and no Kevin Love on the other side of the ball. He's going to be able to gobble up those boards. And you're going to love my wager pass play too. 110 points for that one, so you're getting plus money. I like, I, I like it. DeJounte Murray over 5.5 assists. That's only 80 points, but that is a free square for you. Just take it. Take it and run. I think that game's, again, going to be a, a good competitive one. I think DeJounte Murray's going to get plenty of assists. Then foregoing a shot, but his, his assists are still are still there. Uh, Jason Tatum, this is if Jalen Brown is out, over 38.5 points and rebounds. That's, again, if Jalen Brown is out. That's 100 points. I think that's a no-brainer if JB is out. Uh, Rudy Gobert, over 2.5 blocks and steals. This is, this is 95 points. Opposing The opposing PG and John Morant here likes to attack the rim. Gobert likes to defend the rim. This is easy. Make the easy call here. I think Gobert gets over two and a half blocks and steals, but I think it's mostly going to be blocks. <laughs> Josh Giddy over 5.5 assists. This is if Shea Gilgis Alexander is out. I think that's an absolute lock. I think even if he is in, uh, it's still a pretty good play. You can still play that over. Uh, Nikola Jokic over 35.5 points and rebounds. That's 95 points. They're playing the Houston Rockets. I think it's going to be probably closer than a lot of people think. Denver's without a few of their players, key players, or Michael Porter Jr. Um, so I think, you know, Jokic has a really good shot of hitting it over there, 35.5. Uh, Booker, over 34.5 points and assists. That's 100 points, and that is against a Bulls defense that is depth, absolutely atrocious. I think he'll have no problem. If he scores 28, he only needs about seven assists. So about. That's exactly how many he needs. I don't know why I said about, uh, which I think is very, very doable. 28 and 7. It's like my, if I had to call a line for him. That would be a pretty average line for him against this Bulls defense. Let me give you guys, though, this is the first time ever giving you my wager pass plays of the day. There were four, and I wouldn't normally do this, but there's four of them I already absolutely love that are available, widely available. They're actually all available on DraftKings. Uh, there's at least one that's available on PointsBet. Uh, that is the same odds. But anyways, let's just get right down to it. I've got Joel Embiid over 9.5 rebounds. I told you to play over 10.5. This is 9.5. I love this play on DraftKings. That's minus 145, so you are eating quite a bit uh, of the VIG there. You're paying quite a bit to play this, but I think this is an absolute lock. Again, no Jared Allen on the other side, no Kevin Love on the other side. Uh, Evan Mobley's still playing, but uh, I think Joel Embiid's going to just have a monster game. Monster game. You can spend up for him in, in DFS, too. Um, Anthony Edwards, over 25.5 points. This is on DraftKings at minus 105. Again, Timberwolves, Memphis Grizzlies, Pace, no Carl Anthony Towns. I took a look at last year. Uh, they think there was three games in the December where uh, Towns did not play. Anthony Edwards hit, hit the over on two out of three of them. But I just mean, like, you know, who else is going to score on this basketball team? They've got... Uh, you know, Jay McDaniel's starting. I don't even know if he's healthy at this point, but, uh, you know, there's got a bunch of people that just don't score around Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, yeah, yeah, D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell, 
who's proven he can score in the past, but nah. I'm taking the over 25.5 points. Uh, okay, Fred Van Vliet, over 17.5 points. This is a very low number. And I know that's you know, Van Vliet's up and down with the scoring. I like this matchup for him again against the New Orleans Pelicans backcourt. I think this is a very good matchup for him. It's a good, very good spot for him to have one of those vintage, you know, thirty-point Fred Van Vliet games. I think this, this is this is it. Maybe he goes three for thirty from the field. That could happen. I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, and this one right here, Tyrese Halliburton, over nineteen and a half points. It's minus one twenty-five available on points bet and also DraftKings. I put it in on points bet because it was actually minus one fifteen, and then when I went to lock in the uh, the play, of course, it switched shifted. To minus 125, but that's okay. I'll still play at minus 125. That's absolutely fine. Anytime a, a team is playing against the Kings, they're going to get a, bit, a little bit of a bump from me because the Kings just don't play defense. They're going to try to outscore the Indiana Pacers here. They might do that. They probably will do that. But that means the Pacers are going to score a whole bunch of points too. Hallie over 19.5 points. Book it. That's four plays for you. If I win you money, Send it to me. No, don't send it to me. Oh, you should send it to me. But no, you should just uh, go sign up for the wager pass on sportsethos.com or and or DFS pass as well. But until next time, guys, I'm Keith Corp. You can find me on Twitter at at Keith. That's at Keith. And you can follow our show, uh, you know, anywhere you're listening. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Leave us a five-star review and tell us how we're doing. Give us some feedback. I don't want to pay attention to five-star reviews. It's a four-star review. I'm not going to pay attention to it. Don't give me feedback. I'm kidding. Uh, of course, we'll always take all of your feedback into consideration. But do leave us a review. We could really use it. It helps us reach more ears, and we would very much appreciate you guys. But until next time, go get that money. <laughs>